Nick here. Welcome to She Can, the podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi, friend. I hope you're well. Thank you for spending your time with me. Thank you for clicking on this podcast. I really, really appreciate it more than you know. And I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which is all about getting back on track. I feel like I am back in the game. Things are back on track and I'm excited again and we're in complete flow, which is always a place that you want to get to. And for me, getting in that flow state, it starts with your physical body. It starts with moving your body, treating your body well and those four cornerstones that we spoke about last week, which was nutrition, sleep, hydration and physical movement. So if you're not yet tackling those four, start there and then move on to the stuff that we're going to talk about today. So what I'm going to talk about today is a lesson that I learned from one of my mentors. We go way back. His name is Tony Robbins. (laughs) He's one of my nearest and dearest friends. He's really not, but in my mind, I like to think he is. But I learned these three questions from him. And there are three questions that he asks himself every day and he teaches to ask yourself every day. And the way that I want you to think about these questions is with a slight edge philosophy. So what I mean by that, the book Jeff Olson wrote called The Slight Edge talks about the fact that if two aeroplanes set out from the one start point and one aeroplane just moves 1% off of track, just gradually 1%, then after eight hours of flying, that aeroplane will land in a completely different destination to the aeroplane that was on track. Now, the reason we speak about that is because everything that we do, every choice that we make, every moment that we have, every single day, the questions that we ask ourselves, the the actions that we take, the feelings that we feel, they'll either keep us on track or off track. And the actions that we take tend to be easy to do, easy not to do one moment of missing something, one moment of missing a workout is not going to kill you. You won't be able to tell that you've missed a workout when you look in the mirror. However, miss the workout every day over the space of three to six months and it's going to be glaringly obvious. Same way as if you work out every day, you consistently do the workout every day, then it will be glaringly obvious that you've been doing the workout every day three to six months later and even more obvious in a year's time or 10 years time. So that's the slight edge philosophy. So as we're going through these questions, just think about that and think about what slight changes you can make around these three questions that will really put you on a different trajectory. So number one is what am I going to focus on? So you wake up in the morning and you think, what am I going to focus on? So do you focus on the past a lot? Do you focus on the present or do you focus on the future? So when we focus on the past a lot, it tends to be with regret. Should I, would I, could I? You know, I I wish I'd done that or I could have done more than that or I probably didn't handle that as well as I could have. And that regret can lead to feelings of sadness and actually depression when you focus too much time in the past. If you focus too much time on the future, it can lead to anxiety because you're thinking about scenarios that haven't even happened yet that may never happen and you're worrying. So if you focus too much time in the future, it can lead to anxiety. The time is right now. 
Right now is the only time that you are promised. So how are you best using the time that you have right now? And I think a good way to look at it is to have a great balance of all three because you can look at the past to learn lessons and learn from what things have happened and how you can do things better and look at the future to create a compelling future, to create that vision for yourself, to decide where you want to go. If you never look at the future, then you're probably never going to get to where you want to be. So you have to look sometime in the past, sometime in the future, but focus most of your time on the present. So what am I going to focus on? So with that, you're focusing on right now. So what can I do right now? Maybe you're focused on a big goal. Maybe you're focused on little goals. What is your outcome for the day? Or what is your outcome for this meeting? Or what is your outcome for listening to this podcast? After you listen to this podcast, what are you going to focus on? What is the outcome that you want to achieve? And when you start thinking like that, when you start thinking that life is happening for you, not to you, when you start to think that you get to do these things, you don't have to do these things. When you start to believe that you get to be a parent, you don't have to be a parent. You get to move your body, you don't have to move your body. Then your focus will completely change the way that you look at things. So that's the first question. The second question is, what does this mean? So change the meaning of events and that will change your life. Because As human beings, we don't act according to what happened. We act according to the usually BS story that we tell ourselves around what actually happened. So it's all about the meaning that you attach to a situation. When you have, when you attach meaning to something, that leads to emotion. And then emotion is how you live your life. So you get to, you don't get to choose what happens to you. You don't get to choose your situations. You don't get to choose when good things or bad things happen, but you do get to choose the meaning that you attach to that. Your life is going to become whatever meaning you make it. What are you going to make that mean? If someone has a go at you, for example, for whatever reason, or if there's a troll on Instagram or whatever, right, we'll go with the troll on Instagram. Someone says something nasty on one of your posts you can look at that two ways. First of all, you can look at it as, well, that's just horrible. They're attacking me. I have put myself out there and people are attacking me. They obviously think badly of me. Everyone thinks badly of me. Everyone thinks this. Everyone thinks that, I don't know, my bum looks big in those leggings or whatever it is that the troll said. I should never have done that. I will never do it again. And you eat yourself up in that cycle of negativity because of one comment that was made. Or you think, well, do you know what? Everyone who's doing well gets a wee, a wee hater every now and then. So I must be doing well. I must be hitting the big time if I'm getting a troll spending their time on my page. Or maybe someone gives you feedback and you have a choice. You can either take it as criticism. Why are they saying that to me? Why are they saying that I didn't do the presentation as well as I could have? Why are they saying that that could have been done much better? Or you could say, is anything that they're saying true? Could I have done it better? And you learn from it. Maybe they're teaching you. Maybe instead of having a go at you, they're actually teaching you. And then when you learn that someone is going out their way to teach you, to help you, 
then you're going to attach that meaning that is actually going to serve you in your future rather than attaching meaning that is going to keep you stuck and help you to go backwards. It all happens in our own mind. So always, always, when you get your knickers in a twist about something or something that someone said or the situation that you've been in, ask yourself, what actually happened though? What actually happened? And then decide what meaning that you have chosen to attach to it and ask yourself if you could reframe that and decide that you want to attach a completely different meaning to it that will actually serve you instead of hinder you. Always search for empowering meaning in your life. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to be your own worst enemy. If you do that, then you're going to grow. You won't just grow, but you'll also feel happier. And even when things happen that are really rubbish, even when life hits you in the face, when things happen that are really difficult, you're still going to feel happier because you've chosen an empowering meaning to attach to that situation. You've written your story around what's happened and you're taking the best from it. So that's the second question. What does this mean? So number one, what am I going to focus on? Number two, what does this mean? And number three, now that you've chosen your focus, you've got the meaning, what action will you take? So make sure that you're taking action from a place of positive emotion. The action that we take is shaped by the emotions that we feel. So if you feel angry, if you're raging at life, then you're going to have a very different day. You're going to take very different actions than the way that you would act if you were feeling you know, you were feeling fun, you were feeling in flow, you were feeling playful, you were feeling all the love, you were feeling grateful, then you would have a completely different action than you would if you were focusing on the anger. So what action will you take? And when you have decided on your action, make sure that you're always taking action from a place of positive emotion. If you're feeling angry about something, if you're feeling frustrated about something, then just catch yourself and think how can I turn this around because there's no point me taking action from this place because the energy is going to be all over it if you sense that it's so funny how you can tell someone's energy you can tell their vibe even from a from a text message I can read a text message and I can feel that that person is frustrated or angry even although the wording hasn't actually told me that there there's nothing in the words that's told me that they're angry you can just feel it you can just see what kind of place they're in from the way that their energy is and the way that they're acting and various different things without words actually being said so make sure you're taking action from a place of positive emotion the other day I am I was frustrated at something I can't remember what it was and I don't usually use that word frustrated but I used it several times that day and something else happened that same day and I said to Stephen oh this is really frustrating and then I caught myself and I actually said out loud I have used that word way too many times today I am going to change my language around this because I just kept saying this is frustrating I'm really frustrated at this I'm frustrated do you know what the more you say frustrated the more frustrated you become (laughs) you have to change the way you look at things change your focus change the meaning that you attach to it and the the complete situation will change and it'll just kind of dissipate and it'll feel so much better than it would have had you been coming from a place of, you know, anger. So just 
check yourself and just be aware. I always say that self-awareness is the biggest part of it and it really is. So just become aware of your language particularly. So just a wee quick one today. I'm going to just leave you with those three questions. Number one, what am I going to focus on? Number two, what does this mean? And number three, what action will you take? So just before I go, when you want to take action but you're you are feeling frustrated, the number one thing that you can do to change that is move your body. Move your body, put on some music, dance, get out of the house, go for a run, change your vibration because nothing good is going to come from that low vibe state because it feels like you're banging your head against the brick wall sometimes when you're trying to be creative, you're, you know, you're focusing on your work, you want to do good stuff, but you just feel a bit bleh. Just move because you can move all of that energy out of your body and you can get those endorphins going and you're going to feel far more creative when you come back than you would have, you know, before you left. So if you're feeling like that and you just need to change things up, ask yourself, if all of my limiting beliefs were gone, if I was the unlimited version of myself, if there was nothing stopping me in this life, what would I achieve? And just go wild, just take pen to paper, use a whiteboard, use a blackboard, do what you will, just go wild. What would you achieve if you weren't worried about what anyone would think? You weren't worried about time, you weren't worried about money, there was no limitation on you whatsoever. You were the superhero version of yourself. You're, you're like, I'm like, super Meg, I can do anything in this world. What would you do? What would you do? And how would you do it? And just let your brain flow onto that paper and start to think about all the actions that you could take, all the things that would make it possible and just dump all of that creative energy onto that page and then step back and think, okay, of what I wrote on that page, what is actually an action? What can I actually do about that? Okay, it starts there, that's an action, that's an action. Start highlighting them and bringing them out. And then you've got a list of actions. And then you do not leave the site of a decision before you take an action that will help it, that will help you commit to that decision. So before you leave that scene of the whiteboard, the scene of the blank bit of paper, you take an action, you grab your phone and you send a text message or whatever it may be, because you've felt in flow, you've felt in that creative state and you want to make sure that you take action from that. So it's really, really important that you just decide which one of these things am I going to do first and then never leave the site of the decision without taking the action. And then the action leads to, leads to the results and then the results lead to the way that you feel about yourself and so on and so on and so on. And it all starts with those equations. So I hope that's helped. It really helped me when I heard Tony explain that. And I... I thought I would share it with you. So thanks so much and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value from that episode today, then I would love for you to share it on your social media. You'll find me at Instagram at Meg McLean UK and the podcast is at SheCanPod. And if you found value, then please hop on to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review. I would love you forever. And that really helps the visibility of the podcast and helps us get good guests and all the rest of it on the podcast. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you for spending your half hour with me and I hope to see you really soon.